Hey, I'm Brother Matt. And I'm Damian Torres Botello, and welcome to Along the Way. Along the way, Damien, I want to talk about screen time. Oh. Do you know how Apple gives you that? Like you've been on the phone for basically nonstop update every weekend. <laughs> yes. Yes. I turn it off. <laughs> Though I have noticed since the election, my screen time has gone down drastically, like by <laughs> dozens oh. of hours. <laughs> oh, why? Well, I was a little bit anxious about the election. And so I was checking the, the phone a lot. And, and then recently, you know, Spotify does their end of the year roundup, how long you've been listening and all this kind of thing. So it's been on my mind that when I tell myself, I don't have time to pray. I remember (laughs) that I listened to basically music nonstop for the last 11 months, apparently. So Spotify told me it's, it's a helpful check-in, right? I think, I think screen time can make you feel really bad about how productive you are in a week. That's what happened, that's happening to me right now. I'm hurting. <laughs> but it could also be a really good reminder in a positive way that when I feel like I don't have time to pray, I do have time apparently to look at Instagram for 11 hours a day. So that's such, such a good point. Oh my gosh. I have, all of a sudden I feel like I have to go to confession. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, that, that that comes up a lot, right? It's like people, myself, I'm talking about myself when I say people, people say, <laughs> I don't have time to pray, but I do have time to look at like BuzzFeed. It's like nothing ever helpful came from a BuzzFeed binge. You know, no one needs to do a quiz to figure out what sort of condiment you are. Like, I don't know why I spent time doing that. Uh, <laughs> um, and so we're at the, that time of the year when all the apps and everything is telling you what was your favorite and how much you watched and whatever. And I think it's a great reminder for us this holy season is that we do have time to pray and we can actually make time to pray. That's so true. And it makes me wonder too, like I know, I know you, Matt, and I know (laughs) that you are full of energy and you're always moving and always going about on your feet. And what is it for you to have to like sit down and, and pray, um, to not have those distractions around you, to have, you know, not to be pulled in different directions, which I think you like to be pulled in different directions, but now it's like, okay, it's one direction. Yeah, that's right. Like how, how do you do that? That's a great question. It has taken me years, frankly, and I'm not sure I'm good at it always now, but yeah, I'm like the human version of like a lot of tabs open. Like my brain just always has a lot of tabs open (laughs) and that's unsustainable. I know that. And you know that about me is that like, if I am not praying, I burn out. And so the energy that I am predisposed with and kind of my mania, if you will, (laughs) um, I'm aware that that's how I'm built. And I'm also aware that like, I, I want to give all of that to other people and to God. And so I don't want, I want that to be the battery of all of that engine is Hmm. my prayer. Hmm. And I, 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 don't think I knew that until in the last couple of years that I prayed because especially early on, cause we were supposed to as young Jesuits, it's like you were supposed to pray. And so we all were pretending like we knew what that meant. Yeah. And we most certainly did not. Um, and so in the beginning it felt like a, like I was in timeout, like mm. sitting in one spot 
oh man, there's, but there's so much fun stuff to do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And now I'm at an age, I think, I don't know if this is nature or nurture or Jesuit formation. Now I'm at an age where like, I cannot go through my day without praying. Like I, I don't have the energy to summon all of that by myself. Um, so something's important for me is like, I mentioned this is like when you pray to pray. And then also I think a second step for me is like where you pray is really important for me. So with Advent, I've actually started praying in the chapel um, because this, the scene is set. It's quiet. It's a religious space. Now I know it's weird that, you know, normal people don't have chapels in their house, but for me, it's been really important to create that space and to not do it at my desk where I'm doing homework all day. So to sit apart has been really important for me to, to set aside time. Um, even lighting a candle, there's something kind of mm. mood setting about lighting a candle that this is a separate thing. This is what I'm doing something different here now. Um, and that's been really helpful for my, for for how I'm predisposed to, to sit down and pray. Yes. I love that. I, the candle is such, I really like that. I've given advice to people about the candle as like an off on switch, like the candle mm-hmm. turning on the candle is like, now this is a new time, a new space. And then when you blow it out, it's back to the, to the time outside of prayer, but can, a candle or some kind of visual, if that's helpful, even if you don't have a, like a, like a chapel, but you can create like a, a little chapel in your own little home just by a candle can be such a powerful thing. So simple yet so powerful. And we're in the, and we're in the season of the Advent candles. So Advent wreath. Now on the flip side, you're, I I think I might have externally a lot more energy than you, but you internally burn just your wheels spin just as much just between your ears. Like, so you have a lot of, a lot of nervousness and anxiety and like, What's it like for you to settle into prayer uh, with that predisposition? Well, I am I am always worried about something. I'm nervous about something. Something is always getting me anxious, and I feel like I'm always working something out in my head, whether it's a conversation or something I'm doing during the day. Anxiety is high. Um, so, like the candle, I realized early on that I need I, I need something in my hand. Um, I have a little wooden cross that my grandma once um, had, and she used to wear it. And so I that now that's like a, a, a prayer medallion. I don't know, I don't know what it <laughs> but some kind of prayer thing that I hold in my hand, and it's kind of like a worry stone. And I just rub it, and I, I, I focus all of my energy, nervousness, and anxiety that's in between my ears. I love that um, onto that cross. Another reason why I like praying with the rosary, praying with other beads, um, chaplets, is because it's it's a way of focusing myself. Onto, onto something else. So I'm not just left hanging what, what might seem like alone. I know God is there. Yes, God is present with me, but like in the room, physically it's me. And that can be a distraction if I'm just in my head always, which is almost always. So having those beads and crosses that I hold is so valuable. It's just my own little tactic of trying to get that self focused. This midweek check-in, we're checking in about just how, what is what is the environment between our ears or, or outside that, that we need to pray. So as we begin our prayer today, take a deep breath in and exhale slowly. 
Feel free to pause this at any point if you need more time to sit with each of these questions. As we enter into prayer, do you find yourself distracted? Are you someone who's externally distracted like me or internally distracted like Damien? What's distracting you? Is it the to-do list? Homework? Chores? Take a moment to acknowledge what's pulling you away from right here. Give thanks for those distractions. They are reminders that we are alive, that we are living. What a gift. What is God inviting you to feel and experience in those distractions? And take a deep breath in and let it out. Close your eyes and let this be the switch that distinguishes this moment from the everyday. And then open your eyes again. In light of your distractions, are they drawing you to God or away from God? What does God want for you? Does God want these feelings or experiences for you? How is God, who loves you beyond all telling, inviting you to something else. Now close your eyes and take a deep breath in and let it out. And welcome back. 
Join us again on Saturday as we journey through the third uh, Sunday of <laughs> Saturday, Sunday of Advent. Uh, it's Gaudete Sunday weekend, so we get to light that extra candle. Be sure and find us where all podcasts are found. And if you feel so inclined, rate us and give us a review if you like what you heard. And we'd like to thank, as always, Eric Clayton and Mike Jordan-Lasky for their help producing along the way. Special thanks to our pal Padre Otuma at On Being for suggesting the name Along the Way, which comes from St. Mark's Gospel, where Jesus says, what were you discussing along the way? And remember, God loved you first. Let's go forth today and live our lives as a response to that love.